The Pittsburgh Steelers make a change at offensive coordinator and everybody and their mother wants to weigh in on why, who, and maybe why not people would want to take the job next offseason. What's going on, everybody? I'm Noah Strackbine. Thank you for jumping on to Steelers To Go, your daily to-go cup of Pittsburgh Steelers news and analysis. Find us on YouTube.com slash all Steelers talkers subscribe anywhere you get your podcast, the Pittsburgh Steelers. As we all know, the biggest news of the week has been Matt Canada, the firing of who the Pittsburgh Steelers will replace him with, what it means for Kenny Pickett, what it means for the offense, everybody's reaction to the news. And while the players are sad and most analysts see this as a positive and an opportunity at bare minimum for the Pittsburgh Steelers to judge Kenny Pickett without Matt Canada for these last seven games. There is one former scout who says this is just the beginning because who in their right mind would want to work for the Pittsburgh Steelers. John Middlecoff appearing on an episode of the three and out podcast had this to say about the Pittsburgh Steelers offensive coordinator job quote who in their right mind is going to want this job. I have to coach Kenny Pickett. He's not any good. He might be right. I won't lie. He might be right. Kenny Pickett might not be any good. And up until this point, we haven't seen much good from Kenny Pickett or any of the Pittsburgh Steelers quarterbacks. But at the same time, we haven't seen much good from the Pittsburgh Steelers offense as a whole. And I'm not putting all the blame on Matt Canada. I have been a big advocate that Kenny Pickett is, I don't want to say just as much, but should take a good chunk of the blame as well because his play has been downright awful and only getting worse. And at this point in his NFL career, you're starting to look at him and go, okay, how much more leeway do you give this guy? Do you continue to just push through the problems in hopes that something clicks? Or do you start to view this as maybe Kenny Pickett isn't the guy? Maybe he's a bust if you want to call him a bust. But coming into the NFL, everybody said, this is probably the worst quarterback class that the NFL has had in a long time. And the Pittsburgh Steelers said, well, we're desperate and we need a quarterback. And Kenny is our guy. Kenny has had spurts of good moments and has made some good passes. And, you know, he's had a couple of those. All right. That was a good play by Kenny Pickett. That was a good drive by Kenny Pickett. But the large picture, the overall grand scheme of things has been vastly negative. And I get it. You're coming in here to a challenge, but there are a couple of reasons that any offensive coordinator in the NFL who doesn't already have a job would want to come coach the Pittsburgh Steelers and be very thankful on this Thanksgiving to do so. We'll start with Kenny Pickett. Obviously, that is the biggest question mark, but any challenged offensive coordinator in the NFL, anybody who has to work with a team that is building from the ground up is going to look at Kenny Pickett and say, all right, there are a lot of bad here, obviously, but there's one good, and that one good is that this kid is determined to learn and also that he has shown that he could win. And at bare minimum, maybe in a perfect offense, I can get him to at least follow suit, be a student of the game enough to get this offense clicking. Maybe, bare minimum. And maybe at bare minimum, that's not even an option. But any offensive coordinator in the NFL, any coach in the NFL isn't going to look at that and say, man, this quarterback stinks. Why would I want to go there? No, they're going to look at it like a challenge. This is an offense with a quarterback who's young. I get to sculpt him. 
at the same time, the Pittsburgh Steelers already know that Kenny Pickett is the next guy. You know, if Matt Canada was a quote unquote scapegoat, Kenny Pickett is next. There are no other moves after this domino fell. So they know that they're not coming in here and that the Steelers are going to ditch them if Kenny Pickett isn't it. They ditched them if the running game disappeared. They ditched them if Deontay Johnson and George Pickens' frustrations grew any larger or if Pat Fryermuth continued to just disappear into an offense, then you'd have some serious issues. But if it's Kenny Pickett, no new offensive coordinators looking at this situation and going, all right, well, I have to outlast the quarterback. No, you're easily going to outlast the quarterback if the quarterback does not improve. I think everybody understands that to this point, but there's much more. We'll start with the running games. Anybody who comes to Pittsburgh immediately not has one, but two good running backs. And you could say what you want about Najee Harris. People say it all the time. Oh, he's not a great running back. We got to ditch the notion that the Pittsburgh Steelers have two great running backs. Well, if you look at it as in the Pittsburgh Steelers have one great running back in Jalen Warren, cool. You still have one great running back. And then you have a backup that at bare minimum, is a quality backup. He's a quality number two. And in the NFL, you need a quality number two. The Pittsburgh Steelers already have that. They have their one-two punch. They need somebody to align them so that the one is probably Jalen Warren and the two is Najee Harris. That seems pretty great to me. And in front of them is a pretty decent offensive line. You need a new center. You probably need a new left tackle at some point. But for the most part, or a new right tackle if you're going to move Broderick Jones to the left side. But for the most part, that offensive line's put together. You have two very young building blocks in James Daniels and Broderick Jones. Isaac Siamalu is still young enough where you're going to get a couple of years out of him. You can find a center and you can find a tackle. That offensive line is complete and it looks damn good. You have a tight end in Pat Fryermuth who does not get called upon enough, but is pretty well known as one of the young developing great tight ends in the NFL with plenty of upside. You could utilize that. And hey, young quarterback's best friend should be his tight end. Matt Canada and Kenny Pickett couldn't figure that out. Maybe the next guy can, and he's going to come in here with that philosophy. But you have tight ends. You have Connor Hayward. You have Darnell Washington. You have, at worst case scenario, Rodney Williams, who has played a not terrible role in the limited time off the practice squad that he has gotten. That's not bad. It's not a bad building blocks. And then you just top it all off with your great wide receivers in Deontay Johnson and George Pickens. And you say, yeah, anybody who's sitting around criticizing these guys, anybody who's looking at these and saying, oh, we need new wide receivers. What have you been watching? These two are easily outside of Jamal Warren the best two players on the Steelers offense. And even if they had a, if they had a better quarterback, not even if they had a better quarterback, but if they had a capable offense and a quarterback who was making NFL throws, they'd easily be the best players on the Pittsburgh Steelers offense. Young stars, plenty of them. Calvin Austin, hopefully he develops into something, but if not, you already have two. You have a veteran in Allen Robinson that won't be here next season, but you'll probably replace him with another veteran like Allen Robinson, the pieces are there. Any offensive coordinator walking in here is going to go, yeah, maybe the quarterback situation is tough, but the rest of it looks great. And if I can't develop Kenny Pickett, we'll find another quarterback for us to develop. But the grand scheme of things, the overall view of this situation is pretty positive. Matt Canada couldn't get a lot going with a ton to help him with. This new guy... He already has so many pieces in place to help make this succeed. 
Yeah, he's got to figure out the quarterback situation, but the rest of it's already in place. And then you go to the defensive side of the ball, and you realize that this is a team that, on a good week, gives up 17 points a game. On a great week, gives up 10 points a game. And you're saying, yeah, okay, that's good enough. We could win. We could easily win putting up 20 points because the rule of thumb in the NFL is if you could put up 20 points, you should win the game. The Pittsburgh Steelers defense makes sure that that holds strong every single week. That's a great place to be. That is a great best friend for an offensive coordinator. So anybody who's saying, oh, nobody would want this job, everybody's going to want this job. You get to come to Pittsburgh, work under Mike Tomlin. You could say what you want about Mike Tomlin, but across the league, he is known as probably the top coach that you would want to work for as a player or another assistant coach. Fans might not all love him, but those inside the NFL do. You're coming to a great place with a great ownership, with great tradition, and for the most part, great players. This is a place any offensive coordinator is going to want to be, and he'd be thankful to be here. Thanksgiving pun intended. So anybody who's sitting around with the notion or the thought that the Pittsburgh Steelers aren't going to find anybody because nobody's going to want to come here, you're probably wrong. And I hate to call you out, but you're probably wrong. With that said, I'm heading out. But before I do, I want to say thank you to everybody on this Thanksgiving. I am super, super beyond grateful. And this comes from me, Stephen, and Nick. We cannot thank you guys enough. We cannot tell you how much we appreciate you enough and how thankful we are for all of you guys doing this podcast is by far the most fun that we have throughout the week. And we love it. And we love all you guys. And we cannot uh, express our gratitude enough. So I hope everybody has a great, a blessed, and a uh, hopefully good gambling day of Thanksgiving. You enjoy it with some food and some family. And we'll see you tomorrow.